quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her responses or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. This book becomes a legacy, something your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I used mylifeinabook.com to compile my own stories to give to my daughters for Mother's Day. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code PEACE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code PEACE for 10% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood. Yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I have an amazing, my favorite guest I've ever had in my entire life on this whole podcast for the last three years is Esme, my daughter. Hi, Es. Hi. She's a little nervous, so we're going to take it real slow as we tell the audience um, how old you are. Yeah, I'm 17. When will you be 18? January. Okay, so you're very close to 18 because this is September. Yeah. Yeah, and what grade are you in school? Senior in high school. Are you excited to go to college? Are you nervous? What's your story on that? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of excited, but I don't really want to go because I don't want to leave you. Oh, you don't have to go. <laughs> Just stay. <laughs> okay. Take care of me for the rest of my life. Yeah, I will. I will. No okay. problem. So we're going to talk about just my parenting and our experience and our relationship and just how you see things. And I'm so grateful that you came on. I know this you weren't like that excited about it, but you you did it begrudgingly. But thank you. I appreciate it. So just to start out, do you remember the way I used to parent when before I started like being a better mom? Well, I kind of remember. I mean, not really because I was young, but yeah. I remember like being put in timeout and I had to look at the corner and like sit facing the corner. And I don't remember what I did, but I just had to sit there for a really long time. And I kept asking you if I could leave. <laughs> you were like, no. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm sure it felt horrible. How did it feel being in timeout? I hated it. I didn't want to sit there. I wanted to go play. I was like seven or six or something. Probably more like four. Probably younger. Yeah. Yeah, I was probably like four or five. And I remember Pia was like crawling around and stuff. And I was like, why can't I just leave? (laughs) 
Oh, I'm sorry I did that to you. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not okay. But it's okay. We've 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 repaired. We've gotten to a yeah. better place. And just for those parents who are out there, like you, you can make ch- a lot of people will say to me like it's too late, and their kids are like eight or nine or even sixteen, and they all say it's too late. Do you think it's ever too late? Never too late. No, never too late. You can always make a good change, even if your kid's eighteen. Yeah, because they'll appreciate it. If you're not totally. trying to change, like, yeah, you know, then then that means something too, right? If you're not trying to change, yeah, exactly, that definitely means something. Okay, so what do you notice that's a little bit different about the way I parent than maybe some of your friends' parents? What do you notice some of the differences are? Um, well, like with punishments and stuff, I notice that some of my friends get like grounded or like used to get their phones taken away or like you know like can't go see their friends. They like force them to clean their room and force them to do their homework. And they're always on top of them about things. And I feel like it makes them like not able to be independent. Interesting. What do you mean by that? I just mean that like, you know, they're always checking their assignments saying, oh, you have a math assignment and you have an English assignment. You have to do that. Like things like that. That doesn't help because then like the kid won't be able to do it by themselves. Yes. Exactly. I think similarly. Well, but did you, do you sometimes get mad when I won't do things for you or won't like, yeah. Yeah. Like what kinds of things? Like making appointments. <laughs> we've had a, everybody, we've had a real rough time with making appointments. Esme does not like to make appointments. And in the last year I've been really like, why don't you call and make your hair appointment? Why don't you call and make your doctor's appointment? Why don't you? And she was, what, tell them what happened. I don't want to. Cause I know how to do it. I just don't need to, if you can do it for me. Oh, exactly. You don't need to do it for me. You can do it for me. I think a lot of people who um, think about gentle parenting, they're like, oh, parents do everything. But do I do everything? No, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. And I insist that you do it. Like she's gone to her doctor's appointment by herself. She's gone to her dentist appointment by herself. And how does it feel to do that though? When you actually do it and go and and come back, how does it feel? It's fine. It feels good because I can do things by myself. I also had a big problem with like that before. I didn't want to do anything by myself. How are you doing on it now? Good. Better? Yeah. Okay, good. What about curfew? We talked about homework and grades a little bit, but like, what do you think about curfew and what you see that's what we do and what other people do and how do you feel about it? And I think it's good that, you know, you give me a lot of freedom with my curfew because I mean, it used to be earlier when I was younger, of course, because that's like understandable because I'm young. But I think as of grown older and like been more able to like handle myself you let me like stay out when I want as long as I tell you where I'm going when I'm going to be back like things like that right do you think that curfew I know there's a sentiment out there sometimes for parents that if their kids are out late that sometimes or somehow that they're in more danger yeah um I think that's not like true necessarily because if their parents tell them like you can't go to a party or you can't go out till whatever time, like they're going to still try to find ways to do it just without their parents knowing. And then if something bad happens, their parents won't know where they are, won't know what they're doing. And then they're, then they'll be in trouble. Yeah. I think it puts kids who can't trust, who their parents don't trust them. It puts them in, can put them in dangerous situations. Maybe they're like getting rides home with people who are drinking or who knows. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And if they like get into a car crash or something and their parents don't know where they are because they think like they didn't go out, they're just sleeping over at a friend's house or something. Yeah. That's dangerous. 
Yeah. And then sometimes it puts undue pressure on friends like, oh, can you take me here? Or can you take me there? And their parents don't know. And then they they have to lie. And that becomes really hard too when people um, have to lie to other parents because they're trying to help their friend. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one time, this is like a long time ago, my friend, her mom like wouldn't let her out to a party. So we called her mom and I pretended to be you. And I was like, Oh yeah, it's fine. We're all just like hanging out, like they're out of the house. Because her mom wouldn't allow her being out. And we were already at the party. So you guys pretended to be me. Yeah. That's terrible. I did it. <laughs> I pretend and she was like, You sound so young to be a mom. And I was like, Thanks. Oh my gosh. As me. <laughs> well, this is it. You your friend, unfortunately. Well, you did it though, but your friend put well, you in I a bad, bad position. I know that's the thing. Now you're doing the wrong thing because you want her to be able to go out when you're a good kid, yeah. but you're still doing the wrong things. Like this, it yeah. puts people in hard situations when the parents and the kids don't trust each other. Yeah. But I felt bad because, you know, we all wanted to go out and everyone's like, come on, let's just go. And she was like, well, I don't know. Like so I, someone needs to talk to my mom. And uh, we were like, okay. And the we mom were already believed, there. The mom believed you? Yeah. Oh my God. And I don't know why this was so long ago. So I don't know why. <laughs> well, I understand. I mean, at that age, probably like early high school or whatever, it's really important to go to parties. It's really important to do all these things. And then you don't want your friends missing out on it because their parents are so strict. They don't trust them. Yeah. And you feel bad. Puts, yeah, you do feel bad. And the strictness almost puts them in more danger, I feel like. And then also, I feel like it doesn't just affect them. It affects their friends. Like if you're hanging out with your friend and their parents say like, you can't go there, then their friend also can't go there. Like, it's just like, it's annoying to other people. Like I've been in that situation where like my friend will be like, oh yeah, my mom says we can't go. And I'm like, okay, I think that's dumb. Like I was trying to go there. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's, it's so true. It's like, if, you know, if your friends aren't allowed to do, if the parents don't trust them, then again, it goes back to this whole idea of putting the kids in peril. This episode is sponsored by ByHeart. ByHeart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, Alpha-Lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. ByHeart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. ByHeart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about ByHeart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise. When it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. 
That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. Let's, let's transition here a little bit. Tell me about the relationship you have with Pia. Tell us about, Aww. first of all, tell us about your tattoo. Okay. Well, I got like my first real tattoo um, over the summer, like a few months ago. And it's a P for Pia. That's so She's my cute. baby sister. <laughs> That's so cute. And how has your relationship changed from in the last, you know, whatever? I guess since you've been sisters, like how has it progressed? Well, I know when I was younger, like I didn't really like all the attention she was getting and how I wasn't getting attention because at first I really wanted a sister. I, I remember you telling me that I'd be like, I want a sister, I want a sister. And then she was getting all the attention and I didn't like it. So I don't know. I feel like I would correct everything she was doing and like, you know, get mad at her if she wasn't doing something right. But because I didn't really understand, like, you know, she's younger than me and she doesn't understand the things that I do. And I would get mad and she tried to copy me and do things that I do. Um, but it, I didn't see that. It was just because she looks up to me and I was like her big sister. She wanted to do what I was doing. And I think that really made her very sensitive to things mm-hmm. because I was like that when we were like really young and it made her like resent me. And then I didn't really realize that until a few years ago. And she like during that time, she didn't really talk to me or like want to hang out with me or anything. It was kind of just like, you know, we were there, but I really tried to fix it and like change and because I love her. And so, you know, I've been hanging out with her more and taking her places and doing things with her. And now she finally says love you too to me. That's <laughs> I so said, love you. sweet. You guys have gone through a whole progression here where it's like she adored you. You couldn't stand her. Then you adored her. She couldn't stand you. And now I think you guys are in this like much better place, but it's been sometimes hard. I didn't, I never th- thought you guys really fought in the last like, you know, six or seven years never fought a lot but there wasn't the closeness yeah and it's just the fact that she gets really upset over like the smallest little things because she's so sensitive and I'm not like I'm not like I don't know sensitive to that do you think you're a sensitive person though yeah I think so too I think you both are sensitive. but in a different way yeah agreed you're both sensitive people yeah you've done a really good job with um making uh, new strides with her, I think, in the last couple of years. Yeah. 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 We still have some, like, little arguments about things. Like, when I told her, <laughs> this, that was actually, that was my fault, but I told her that she was filling up her water bottle with ice, and I was like, I can't hear. Like, stop. And she got really mad at me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Or what about if somebody has somebody's clothes? Okay, well, that's not my fault. She likes to take my clothes without asking and then not return them and keep them in her closet for months on end. And I asked her, do you have, do you have my dress? Do you have my tank top? No, I don't know where it is. I don't know where it is. I don't think she even (laughs) knows what she has in there. That, that room and those clothes and her drawers. It's like a, it's like a black hole of things. No, but then the second I go in there, I find it. And I'm like, I know. Well, she's lazy. She doesn't want to go look for it. No, but she knows she has it. Oh, you think? Remember my favorite top that I told her she couldn't wear and then she wore it and she stained it. Yes. Yes, I remember this. This was a fight. This was not good. But you guys worked it out. Yeah, because she stole it twice. After I told her you can't take it, you can't wear it ever. Gosh, you guys figured it out though. 
Do you need me to get involved in your fights anymore? No. No. But I used no, to. But yes, but I feel like when someone's being unreasonable, you need to do that. I need to get involved. Like with the talk. Right. I think you guys worked it out fine now. I think you guys have really learned how to talk to one another and say how you feel. And I'm, I'm proud of the way you guys are doing it. It's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect. You're always going to probably fight. Always. Yeah. That's the way life is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about your relationship with Papa? I love Papa. He's always been there. Like my whole life, my earliest memory of him is like him waking me up when I was in preschool in Laurel Canyon house. And it was like five in the morning and he was like, we're going to Disneyland. And I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? And we went to Disneyland. It was so fun. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah. What do you notice about your relationship that's different from maybe other people who have grandparents or older people or whatever? What do you, what, how is he different? Well, he's like always hanging out with us, having dinner with us. And I always like text him and call him all the time because I miss him. And, you know, we go get dinner all the time, me and him. And we like to make food. Yeah. Does he do this kind of, do you think he does more of this kind of parenting style? Yeah. What do you notice? Well, he's learned a lot from you. Like, you know, he doesn't try to like get mad at me for things or like punish me for things. Like I know he kind of used to when we were living with him like way before, like when I would say curse words and like when I would leave my room a mess and things like that. But um, he's learned a lot from you. Yeah. It took him a minute, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's a good listener and a good. Yeah. He's a, yeah. He's a good listener, you think? Yeah. And I think he's really accepting. For an older person. <laughs> yeah. For an old man. <laughs> yeah. Because I know most like older people don't like, I don't know, they're judgmental about things, especially when you're a teenager. Right. About what kinds of things like cursing and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And going out and like yeah. boyfriends, et cetera. What does he say about going out? What does he think about it? Um, He doesn't care. Yeah. He yeah. I'll tell him. Like, yeah. I'll be like, I'm going to a party he'll be like okay <laughs> he thinks you should go to all the parties <laughs> yeah he's like it's your senior year you should go to the parties have fun <laughs> yeah so cute and I love how you guys have your own relationship where you call him and you talk to him and you hang out with him that's lovely yeah I don't think that happens often what about the relationship you have with me what are the things that you like and what are the things that you don't like um I like that I can tell you anything and I can always talk to you when I don't have anyone else to talk to, like if I can't tell anyone else anything, I can always tell you and you'll always give me good advice. If I tell you when I'm having a problem or something like that and you're like my best friend. Oh, baby girl. You're always there for me. I'm so lucky. But I don't know what I don't like. Oh, you do. There's something in there. That you make me unload the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, you have one chore. It's not that hard. Okay. But I just don't like doing it. By the way, Cause... it's ready for unloading. <laughs> Stop it. Just in case you were wondering. I wasn't, but thank you. <laughs> what about your room? Do I make you clean your room? No. You should see it right now. Oh, I've seen it. <laughs> but I have comments. <laughs> yeah. And there's a new rule. And by the way, I think you violated the new rule. I went in there when you were gone and there was a plate. Uh-huh. You just looked with food on it. <laughs> okay. That was from, that's because, listen, that was from yesterday and I was really hungry and I had to go 
really fast after school. And so I had to eat like a little piece of chicken really fast. And then I had to get ready. So I was just like, but you you couldn't take the plate into the kitchen before you left. No, (laughs) I guess the no rules of being violated again. (laughs) Some things will never change. I wonder how it'll be when you move out and go to college, what your, uh, what your room's going to look like. It's even worse. It'll be horrible. Well, we'll see. You do clean it once in a while. I clean it once a week, twice a week, maybe. Okay, that's good. That's decent. It's not really clean, though. It's just like clear it out. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Okay. <laughs> Anything else that you want to share with us about how you feel about this parenting method? or? I don't know. I just think that everyone should do it because, I don't know, made me really close to my mom. And I have a really good relationship with her. I know we used to fight a lot. And we don't anymore. I don't remember the last fight I had with her. So, yay! I don't need her. We're so lucky. Do you think we're gonna be besties forever, or what will happen? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna I find new will. besties you like better. Well, you know, Alex is my number one bestie. I know. Shout out to Alex. Yeah, I know. Shout she's out to above Alex. me. <laughs> she's above <laughs> me. I get it. I'm happy to take number two. <laughs> Mm, well, thank you, Esme, for coming on the podcast. I know I've been asking you for a long time. I really, <laughs> really appreciate it. Will you come back again next year, maybe? Yeah. Okay, I will. Amazing. Because then you could tell us all about your first year in college and how it was, unless you just stay here. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Okay, my love. Thanks for, for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Thanks for joining us on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm so glad you came and we will see you next time. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.